Hi, this is Jerry Lanska, and thank you once again for tuning in to the Anointed Nachos podcast. We are continuing along with our subject, meekness, one of the fruits of the Spirit. In this message, we're going to talk about how to develop meekness. One of the first ways to develop meekness is by fasting. In Psalms chapter 35, verse 13, it says, Yet when they were ill, I grieved for them. I denied myself by fasting for them. So fasting is a great way to humble the body and your mind. The enemy has used food to cause people to stumble many times in the past, like Adam and Eve, the Israelites with manna, and they were just craving meat. Esau giving away his birthright as the firstborn son for food. Even Jesus was tempted with food. Although he never sinned and gave in, he spoke the word of God to send the devil running. But the word is still true in that Jesus was tempted with food. And it's not just about the food, because sometimes it's not like we're so craving and hungry all the time for something specific that is controlling us. It's still something, though, about our bodies that we need to deny. Something about being in control and telling our bodies what to do and when to do it rather than always letting our body dictate when we need to change or do something or go to eat or being in control. There's something special about when you put your body in its place. And there were many times when I have fasted and in many different ways. You know, I fasted for multiple days at a time, sometimes without food and just water. You know, I've gone on fasts with just fasting breakfast and, and lunch, then eating dinner multiple days in a row, and just still praying throughout the day and keeping my focus on God and, and really had plans on what I was praying about and searching for answers for. And it's amazing times. I'm telling you that any time that you surrender something and focus on God, it helps get you closer with God, helps you hear his voice more clearly. There's something just fantastic about putting your flesh under and really being in control and not letting things tell you what to do and when. I've done fasts without water for three days. There's other fasts where you only eat certain foods, one called the Daniel Fast, which can last 12 days or so. There's many different fasts, but they're all good. What matters is that you just try one and start small. Start with something. You can't just go on a 40-day fast without water and food. Um, your body won't be able to handle it. So you start small and keep building up to something bigger. But even one day, it's amazing what a one-day fast can do for you. All right, one of the second ways to cultivate meekness is by your wilderness experiences. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2 says, Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Sometimes God's trying to teach us something while we're going through a tough situation. And sometimes God didn't 
put a roadblock or a tough situation in our path. It's just the situation we're in. But God is still trying to teach us things through it. Um, sometimes it's by our own mistakes or choices that we get ourselves in troubling situations. And God's trying to teach us something. And it's until we learn what he's trying to teach us through a situation that'll help us to not get back into that same situation. So don't always just try hurry and rush through a situation and get to the other side. Learn to listen to God and in the Holy Spirit, what he's teaching you through a situation to help you to overcome the next situations as well. Even Jesus experienced meekness through obedience in spite of the things that he suffered. In Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 through 9, it says, While Jesus was here on the earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. Even though Jesus was God's son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. And in this way, God qualified him as a perfect high priest and he became the source of eternal salvation for all those who obey him. So submitting to God's plan is the basis for meekness. Just because you went through the wilderness doesn't mean you learned the lesson. We need to allow meekness to develop in us. In 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7 through 10 says, We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Those who allow Jesus to comfort them in trials will be able to offer the same comfort to others. Those who don't receive God's comfort will only be critical of those who fall. The third way to develop meekness is through self-denial. Meekness is the opposite of self-interest. In Matthew 5 verse 5, it says, God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. The meek inherit the earth because they're not selfish. So that's who God will entrust it to. God's looking for the faithful, people that are walking in faith and living in faith and are faithful to him to carry out his word and do what the Holy Spirit is telling them to do. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 24 says, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Just think about that. Moses denied himself, even though that would mean losing all the privileges of a Pharaoh's or king's son. There's a lot that goes with that. He could have anything he wants at any time. And he wanted to stand with his people, even though that meant losing all the privileges that he had. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 through 8 says, You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. 
Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Jesus denied himself, enduring 33 years of life on earth. That is the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus, God's son, denied himself, came to the earth to live as we do on the earth for 33 years. Just think about that. What he gave up for you and I and to shed his blood on the cross for you and I. What a sacrifice. John chapter 3 verse 34 says, For he is sent by God, he speaks God's words, for God gives him the spirit without limit. And John chapter 8 verse 28 and 29 says, So Jesus said, When you have lifted up the Son of Man on the cross, then you will understand that I am he. I do nothing on my own, but I say only what the Father taught me, and the one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Just think about that. Jesus says he only does what he sees his Father do. He only does the things that are going to please the Lord, denying himself any other way, any other thing to do. He only does the things that pleases the Lord. And look at this. The result of his unconditional submission was that he was given the Spirit of God without measure. What do you have to do to yield to the Holy Spirit? Nothing. It's not something you do. It's an attitude of the heart. Yielding is the opposite of resistance. Don't pray for God's will to be done in you if you're not willing to let it be done through you. We can't just give God a trial period for his will. That is the wrong heart attitude. We give God our lives. It's all or nothing. Colossians 3, verse 1 through 3 says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of the earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Now there's a few action items, as always, that I'm going to have you do here. Number one, as Colossians 3, 1 through 3 says that I just read, spend time thinking about the things that are of heaven and not things of the earth. So what's in heaven? We focus on God's love and his faithfulness, his forgiveness, his healing power, the things on God's heart, such as helping people, getting people saved, going to all the world preaching the gospel. That's the great commission that we're all called to do. We think of these things. Think of the things in heaven. Then we will see our daily thoughts change as we meditate on these things more and meditating less on the things on the earth. Now we still have lives. I mean, we still have family. We still have jobs. There's a lot of things we still need to focus on, but don't put your full-time thoughts just on the things on the earth because our rightful place is heaven. So we need to think. Think on these good thoughts, things that are in heaven. Action item number two, do a fast. There's many different types of fasts, but start with an easy one, such as just take a couple of days and fast 
through breakfast and lunch and then eat something for dinner. Do this like two through four days in a row and just see what happens. Pray. Have some things in your mind of what to meditate on and pray to the Lord. If you need some direction in your life, it's a great time to just do a fast and deny yourself. Get in the Lord's presence. Worship the Lord and get in prayer. And throughout the day, even if you're working, just meditate on the word. Have scriptures on your mind and just speak them out. You will see a difference in your thought process. You'll feel closer to the Lord. When you deny yourself things, spend more time thinking about him. There's many times where I received answers for my situations while I was fasting, and I don't regret doing it for a second. It's not the easiest thing to do to deny yourself, but it's well worth it. Third action item is just pray. Thank God for his word to guide and direct us, and thank him that when you hear the word, that you'll apply it to your life gladly. Well, that wraps up our message on meekness. I hope this is helping you. But when you put the word into practice, into your life, and know that it is the truth, it will always work and change you. It allows do something beneficial to your life and lead and guide you in the right direction. So thank you for listening. I can't wait for our next time together. I'll talk to you soon. Anointed, not sure.